Welcome everyone to another episode of Friday PM. Let's talk about it. Come on. We're back in full force again. It's so nice to have everyone. Haven't seen you guys in ages. Wow. Welcome back everybody. As you know, we live together, so we just saw one another like the whole morning. But praise the Lord. Uh, it's so good to be back here all together. And uh, wonderful that you could join us wherever you're joining us from. You are so welcome. And as we always say for our faithful viewers, good to see you again. Thank you for your support, your prayers. And for anyone watching us for the very first time, there's a reason why you're watching this right now. God has ordained your fingers in your footsteps to be with us today. So we believe it's a divine appointment and that God's got something very special for you and for all of us today. Praise the Lord. Dan, can we just say a little shout out to Diane in Vancouver? Okay. She's got a bunch of ladies always praying for Vine Song. So Diane, Kathy, uh, Roland, Lane, uh, Pat, we just want to say thank you for always, always praying for Vine Song. More than anything, prayer is what we need. So, yes. little shout out to all of you. Hi, Vancouver. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Victoria. Yeah, Victoria. 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 Oh, my word. Well, bless you guys. Thank you for your support and your prayers. Yeah. If you have missed the worship of last week, uh, last week was Pentecost. And if you've missed the worship, do yourself a favor. Go back and, and watch it. We pray you'll be mightily, mightily blessed. And also we got some news that uh, we've launched, as some of you might have known, we've launched podcasts. Um, podcasts, podcast. yes. Rachel, tell us more. Well, you and, uh, sorry, you and Christopher have been working very hard on it, so yeah, tell us more. Well, we've launched the Friday PM podcast. We told you we were going to do that um, so that everybody, people can listen on the go. Um, so you don't have to be tied to YouTube and you don't have to drain your phone battery or device battery. And so it's available um, on our website and also Spotify. It will be available on Apple um, podcasts, on Google. So if they're not there yet, they will be soon. Great. Praise the Lord. And I think some people have said that they like when they go jogging or... When you're just walking somewhere or something, it's nice to listen to them. Hey, so it's very practical yeah. uh, that you don't have to look at the YouTube or sometimes YouTube cuts out or something. So the podcast is nice. Some people, and we're only doing it because people have encouraged us to put our podcast of all the Friday PM series up to date um, on there. So we pray it'll be a great blessing. Well, some of you have seen that today we're talking about a subject uh, entitled Disappointment. And it's a bit of a tough one because it, I think it does touch all of our hearts. Uh, but we pray that the Lord will help us through it and that we all will benefit uh, from just hearing a little bit as we each share uh, a bit of working through our own disappointments. And uh, as a team recently, uh, we've had a bit of a disappointment as well that we had to work through our ministry. And that's why we thought, well, we had to go through it. Uh, someone says you have to go through it to get to it. And if you're going through something, it means you're going to something. Amen. So going through it is not necessarily a bad thing. It means you're actually going somewhere. Uh, but we had to work through disappointment. I know there could be someone watching us right now and you've been disappointed. And uh, we were just talking hey, about all the different examples, especially <laughs> nowadays. Mm -hmm. You can write quite a list. So let's talk about it and see 
Let's first look at, well, let's first look what disappointment is. It's the feeling that follows the failure of expectations to manifest. So you hadn't, it's an, it's an expectation that we've had um, that somehow fell short or the outcome wasn't what we expected. Um, we've been praying for something, we trusted the Lord for something and the outcome was a disappointment to us. So what are ex examples of disappointments, guys? Um, I just remember personally from my own life, I remember uh, when I had was finishing university and I got an interview for a job that I really wanted. It was great, really looked very good. And I thought, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure I've got this one and this will be great and everything. I'm, you know, planning my life and thinking a little bit, you know, and um, I didn't, I didn't get the job. And uh, that was a little bit disappointing because it's a setback because you've, you've, you have an expectation that has not been fulfilled. But sometimes when it's not been fulfilled, like I said, you're planning already into the future. You have to change all of your thinking and your strategies and your plans. But what that did for me, what in that situation, um, I started to think, well, God, maybe you've got something better for me then. Mm. That this thing didn't work out. I believe that I'll, uh, there's just something better. That this wasn't exactly it, but it was close. And that's how I worked through it. And actually what God did provide was much better um, mm. in the end. So it just, you know, you have to realign your focus because sometimes your expectation is focused on something that is, it's not realistic mm. or, you know, your expectation is in the wrong place sometimes. And that also um, causes disappointment. It causes disappointment with people. We expect things of people and when they don't meet our expectations, we get disappointed. Mm. So... Yeah. Great, great example. What other examples are there? Well, I'm just thinking about couples that get married and have this expectation to have children and they can't get pregnant. And it's a massive disappointment. They blame themselves, uh, really, really struggle for mm. years and years, crying and uh, wondering what's wrong with me. God, why aren't you giving me the child you promised me? And I'm just reminded of Abraham and Sarah. They even got a prophetic word that they will have a child. And it didn't come. It didn't come. And I think even people who have prophetic words in their lives, um, I know of quite a few people who have been prophesied over, and it did not come to pass. To pass. And um, But I think what it's taught me is just to rest in the Lord, because if we do put our trust in man, we will always be disappointed. And there'll always be an Ishmael that will be birthed out of uh, your distrust, perhaps, mm. or I can't wait longer. And we're seeing the whole conflict in Israel is a result of all those years ago with the Ishmael situation. <laughs> I think um, still all these years later, when they just couldn't wait um, and they put their trust in man and Ishmael was born and they couldn't wait any longer and yet the Lord still gave them Isaac. So if you're still waiting for the birth of a child to conceive, rest in him. He mm -hmm. will bring your Isaac and we've seen many, many incredible uh, miracles come from couples 
who have failed to be able to have children mm-hmm. and years later how they not even gave birth to one but to twins and to triplets mm-hmm. with so many of those yes. stories in Nigeria yes. and um, years of resting Pastor Reuben and them over in York yes. and years and years they who, go ahead who's our pastor uh, who's our uh, friend in uh, Katy Texas was it 23 years of marriage something like that over 20 years of marriage right waiting yeah. for a child expecting yeah and as a miracle the lord at two mm. or three two years ago i think almost right. three years ago they had a son then they called him isaac yes you're <laughs> right Rach. confirmation uh, and uh just to say pastor reuben and them Yes. For years, I don't know, also like something yes. like 20 years over yeah. in York, uh, have a church. Yeah. And uh, she went over to Nigeria to visit family, came back very ill, went to the doctor. She said she thought she had malaria. And he said, uh, no, 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 you're pregnant. And she couldn't believe it. Yes. The doctors were baffled. And not only with one child, but two. And they beautiful little boy and and girl. girl. I mean, amazing. I think also talking about uh, children as well. I think relationships can be a disappointment as well. You know, we we marry in good faith, thinking it might be a certain way. Or after a certain amount of years, we're going to be at a certain place. And you might be at a different place than what you expected. That could be a that's, a, that's a big disappointment for many people. I didn't even, you hear people saying, I never thought we, we're going to get there. Mm. Um, so it's just, it's just that feeling of disappointment. Then of course, the worst one I think is, we have very dear friends in ministry that many of you out there do know, that have just lost their, their second youngest child at the age of 42. Um, a great minister of the gospel just went to bed, just didn't wake up the next morning. He's got a wonderful family and children. So what a disappointment that must have been. Disappointment of a life being cut short. Uh, you expect you expect things. You expect children, grandchildren, a, a long life. Uh, so that's a huge disappointment. Our hearts go out to, to, to the Adeboy family, of course. Um, then I think globally, we'd, we don't need to look far about a global disappointment. <laughs> uh, I mean, great... Anyone has got examples of a, or something globally that have affected us? Is it, has there been uh, something recently? <laughs> <laughs> what, you didn't hear? It's been a pandemic, man. I think it was a pandemic. I don't know. <laughs> well, Christoph loves wearing masks. So, Christoph, I mean, um, has, what has been the disappointment? We, we see different stories. We hear different stories of how sad uh, it turned for many people, all those regulations that they lost their jobs, they lost their... Um, businesses, or, or, or sorry, or lost freedom. You basically mm. lose freedom in a way where you can you're free to do things, and now all of a sudden you've been told you can't. Mm. Yeah, mm. for some people it creates a safety in their minds that they're doing something, they're wearing uh, extra clothing on the, the, the they're doing extra extra things. Um, but for some people, it's the other way around. They lost the ability to choose freely what they want and don't want to do necessarily. So. Mm. Um, it's it's real tough. So so I think the disappointment in all that was that we lost uh, the ability to choose freely, and because of different news, different uh, points of views, we cannot necessarily uh, maybe um, uh, recognize which yeah. way is the right way. Is that true? No, no. Zach, businesses. Uh, yeah. You're quite business minded. That's been a disappointment for many people. Look at our. 
uh, we speak in, with people on the high street or we have people that have businesses that have been affected, right? Yeah, yeah, lots of people on the high street um, in our town where they've had to close shop and shut down the business. And, you know, what do you do? You, you've spent your life savings to open something and then, yeah. you know, everything that you have, everything you've planned for your family, you know is at risk of failing. And um, there's that, that great hope that you have in the future mm. and suddenly it's, yeah. it's, it's snatched. And haven't we spoken to many people that have said, oh, I've just invested this money. We were just at that cusp of things just going and then... In 2019, some people bam. started their businesses. Yeah. They, they saved for, uh, they had been saving for long, long years, sometimes, to, mm. to start the business. And in 2020, they wanted to start their business and... Mm. Just cut short. Yeah. 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 But I think for me, what this, what we, what we're saying is, and what, what really was brought to my mind is that often it's the expectation that we have mm. where is our expectation mm-hmm. is our expectation in a particular outcome yeah that's that the if key. that particular yeah. outcome is not achieved then i can't be happy and i'm disappointed and my life falls apart or is my expectation my trust in god because then whatever the outcome i know that i'm safe yes i know that whatever happens whether I perceive it as good or I perceive it as bad, that it doesn't matter because I'm in God's hands and he has a plan for my life. And I know that his plan is good. He said it's to give me a a hope, a future and a hope. Mm. And so we don't always understand everything. But for me now, I'm thinking, okay, well, what are my expectations? Mm. What are my expectations for my life? Where are they grounded? What are they grounded in? Um, because I can't control the outcome of many things. There's some things that I might feel I can control, but I can't control the outcome of many, many things. So then how do I live? How do I live then and not live in disappointment? Because mm. disappointment can be something that, that happens, but that we can move, bounce back from. But how do I live so that I'm not living in constant disappointment? Mm. Mm. Well, well, true. And talking about church some people have been disappointed oh my church didn't do this my pastor didn't do this i expected more from from the church we expected more from the body of christ to respond in a certain way um but basically what you're saying rachel is is you know we we cannot put our trust in these things i think it just reminds me of all the scriptures that talk about you know where we place our hope and our hope is in jesus and our, our expectation, we're, we're expecting him to return. Mm. And that's our hope and our expectation. And if, if that's where our hope and expectation really are, then you're not going to find too much disappointment. Or you will, you know, because naturally we tend to look at things. And the Bible says in Proverbs, hope deferred is... Uh, makes the heart sick. Makes the heart sick. Mm. But desire fulfilled is a tree of life. And just an amazing thing, depending on where your desire is and your hope and your expectation is, is whether or not your heart is sick or whether or not you have a tree of life. Mm. Yeah, and for me, the when we had to deal with our disappointment is, is the initial step, you know, the initial, when you have to really deal with it, the initial phase for me is to be realistic. Mm. Be realistic of where you're at. Be realistic, you know, I had to repent as well. Perhaps there's repentance and Lord, say, Lord, if I've missed you here, there, whatever, you know, get, get to a real place of reality and mm. say, Lord, you know, if there's something that I've done here, um, help me through this. If there's something we've done, if there's, you know, I want to eliminate my part out of this, if, if there's any. Um, I think for me, it's been really interesting because sometimes it's even like 
there's been stepping stones where we see God even moving us towards something. Mm -hmm. I remember, we're not going to go into detail, okay, we're not going to get political here, but there are certain political outcomes that certain people prayed for. God gave them visions, dreams about certain outcomes. Oh, that this is going to happen, this is going to come to pass. People got so excited and then all of a sudden the result comes and it's, it didn't happen. It's like, well, Lord, I was so certain you gave me that stepping stone. I was so certain that this came from you. And and many times we get to that place and, and that's, we kind of say, well, Lord, I was, you know, you were in that. I knew that you were in there, but the outcome is different than what I imagined it to be. And it's for me dealing with that as well as sometimes getting to that place where he truly says, we are the clay. He's the potter. Yeah. We are the clay. How can the clay say to the potter, why did you make me like this? Why is this like that? So it really, eventually I got to that place where it's not for me to ask why anymore. Got to the place where I had to say, Lord, your will be done. You are far greater. You've been at my tomorrow already. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. He's already at your tomorrow. He's already Amen. there. Amen. It's not for me to say, oh, well, this should not happen. <laughs> Come on. You know, we're talking about God. You know, he's all knowing. He's all powerful. Um, so that's been a real point of kind of release for me. That's where the release comes, yeah. is to say, Lord, yeah. we'll leave it in your care. Yeah. Feels yeah. a little bit like my golf game. <laughs> you know, you come in thinking I'm going to do good today, and uh, and then you end up uh, searching for balls all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's but... why. And then you get new mercies every day because <laughs> exactly. on, on each tee you think, well, now it's going to go up. <laughs> So as you can hear, we obviously we have a bit of a recreational sport that we enjoy, which is golf. But 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 it's very true. I think every day we also have an expectation. Sometimes we can be disappointed at our day. But Rachel, why don't you share about about David? Because mm. Zach, you also said the feeling of getting disappointed. That's not the beginning and the end of it. Mm -hmm. You can't sometimes avoid the emotion that the feeling that you get from being disappointed, right? Mm -hmm. But then your response is where. It changes your perspective and your response. So do you want to share about David and and that because that that I feel yeah. is really encouraging. Yeah, in the in the Bible in Second Samuel, um, we we know David. We've heard the stories, um, but he committed adultery, and which led to him actually uh, murdering or getting getting somebody killed, and mm. um, because he committed adultery and he wanted to cover up, and um, because the lady he committed adultery with, um, was pregnant, got pregnant. And so the Lord said to him that the child that he conceived out of this adultery, he called this woman became his wife, but the child that had been conceived out of adultery, the Lord, the Lord said that child will die. And the child was born and then the child got sick. And so David fasted and prayed. He didn't eat. He didn't want anybody to speak to him. They came and tried to bring him food. He brushed them off. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't listen to anything that they were saying. And the child was sick for seven days and then the child died. And his servants around him were kind of whispering amongst themselves saying, well, what are we going to do? Mm. Did you see how he was when the child was sick? How is he going to be now when, we, when he finds out the child has died? And he noticed that they were whispering and he said, oh, is the child dead? They, they said, yes, the child has died. And David picked himself up off the floor, wiped his tears. Actually, it says that he... Um, put lotion on his face, mm. cleaned himself up, put his clothes on and went to eat. 
Mm. And the servants were asked him, but... Yeah, they kind of ridiculed yeah, him. Yeah, right? they, they, like, well, they, they, they were kind of, they were like, they couldn't understand this. They said, mm. well, you know, you were fasting and praying. You wouldn't listen to any of us. You were so distraught. And when we come with you that the news that the baby's dead, you, it's almost like you're rejoicing. You've, you've got up and you've, you've cleaned yourself up. And he said, while the child lived, there was still hope. So because there was still hope, I prayed and fasted, thinking God might change his mind. The child mm. may live. And whilst there's that chance, I'm going to make the most of it. But when I knew that the child had died, I knew that's it. God's, God has spoken. His word has been fulfilled. And so I can get up and I can move on. Mm. It's not a setback. I can get up and I can move on. Mm. And sometimes it's like that shattered hope is God protecting you from yes. something exactly. down the line. Too, mm. because yes. Can you yeah. imagine the, right. the result of Ishmael? Right. Can you imagine if King David had had his own Ishmael? Right. You know, and that's a generational, that's a generational impact. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For well, ages to come, yeah. like we see now. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing uh, that we spoke about as well is ultimately for me, how can I say the kind of final frontier, <laughs> the final draw, the final uh, uh, vision or, 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 or viewpoint that you can have that can pull your, that can pull you through is having that heavenly perspective. Yeah. Ultimately, what does Paul say? My goal is heaven. That's the goal. Amen. That's my ultimate perspective. Even if in this life you're disappointed in something that you cannot change, doesn't matter what you do. Uh, if you've died, if your loved one has, has, has gone to be with the Lord, and you lost your, your grandfather, you know, it's painful, it's not nice. In this life you cannot have that person back, but I'm looking forward to heaven. Amen. My perspective is heaven. Uh, my focus is heaven. That's where things are perfect. That's where we're all going to. Things are so temporary here. Uh, but the thing is, I think not to dwell in the disappointment. I think mm. that's what you're getting yeah. to too. Yeah. Is not to stay at that place of disappointment. Right. Yes. You have to project further and say, Lord, help me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, help me through your word. We lean on the word, mm. don't we? Mm. We got the word in our office. We got scriptures now. Yeah. Every now and then, I just see a scripture. Mm. You know, it's just it just gives you that that next step, that little bit of encouragement, just that nudge mm. to say things will be okay. And then worship, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Just to worship Always. the Lord. Not yes. to start and, praising and worshipping Him. David worshipped as well. Yes, he got up and he, and he worshipped. Wow. That was part of, part of what happened. And, you know, also in Proverbs, it says, Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it's the Lord that directs the steps. Yeah. So we do have plans. We have a way that we see things. We have a way that we think things should go. Mm. But God knows what ultimately is best. And sometimes we're not heading. We think we're heading in a particular direction and that's way, the way things. And God's like, no, I don't want you to go there. You need to shift your focus. Sometimes he wants to break our focus because our focus is on the wrong things. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to trust him. That no matter what happens, to trust him. That mm -hmm. our trust and our expectation is in him. Because then no matter what happens, I know I'm safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the Apostle Paul also said he, he planned to come to Rome. He said, I've yeah. made many times, I've yeah. planned to come to you, but I was I was withheld. withheld. For, yeah. for I was, three years, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it was that time. Maybe he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. sure about that part of scripture, but... He made plans. So this is the Apostle Paul <laughs> talking about here. Do you want to tell me that each time he made a plan that he, it wasn't from the Lord? You know, he felt in his spirit he wants to go there. 
but it was that wasn't the right time. Yeah. It was the wrong timing as well. You know, maybe it was the right, but he made the plans and just, yeah. God just said no. And sometimes when he stops your plans, it gives you just a new perspective as well. Yeah. Well, Lord, I must learn to readjust. I must learn to be yes. more flexible. I must learn to roll with things. If things don't work out this way, Lord, help me to be creative and to use this. Help me to use this to your glory. Help me to use this time now effectively. Well, if I don't have this now, that means that you're calling me to do more here. Now that we're more here, then I can serve this person better. Or I can do this. Or yes. I can do that. So God turns all things to the good. Yeah. Um, we know that from Romans 8.28, one of our favorite verses. <laughs> we, I think every Friday p.m. is Romans 8.28. But you can't miss it because at this time, God turns all things to the good. Amen. And James 1, you know, he says, welcome them as friends. Yes. Adversities and yeah. difficult times. And I think once you start with disappointment and you dwell on disappointment, disappointment will take you on to regret. Mm. Regret will take you on to deeper and deeper and deeper. And by the time you've reached the bottom of the hole you've dug for yourself, you can't get out. But if you are brave enough to take the Lord on by his word and stop at disappointment and use the scripture you used before hope deferred is to you know take the whole of scripture um, I can't help but think about Psalm 121 I think it is where David says um, uh, where does my help come from I look to the hills where does my help come from and I love my Afrikaans Bible version says um, I look to the hills where does my help come from no my help comes from the Lord and it seems they always look to the hills Zion um, for their help and if we mm. put a place our help in man-made things in the things of this world we're always disappointed and it says no my help comes from the Lord and uh, it's a real lesson. I, I think the Lord really uses disappointment and certain situations, and I'm talking from experience, where it was an opportunity yes. to say, ha-ha, a disappointment, you are a person in front of me, and I'm welcoming the person of the Holy Spirit to show me how to work through this and using the scriptures to... Uh, get you out of the picture and to mm. build my life on the most solid rock which is mm. Jesus Christ yeah and, and, I th mm. and it gets us to um, relook at our expectations right because it's my expectation in the job or is it in my expectation in God's provision mm. it's my expectation in the relationship or is my expectation that the Lord loves me and he will um, comfort me and surround me and give me everything, every good thing that I need and desire. And he'll bring the right people into my life um, to allow me to flourish mm. and to allow me to be who he's called me to be. Mm. So it's, it's sometimes that adjusting that expectation. Mm. It's my expectation in people. It's my expectation in a thing. It's my expectation in money. Is my expectation in God where, where God fulfills. If my expectation is in him, he will fulfill every other thing that I need because mm. he will cause me to prosper my soul and physically he will cause me to prosper mm. yeah, with Romans 8.35 says you talk about love who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword what can separate us from his love so it doesn't matter what happens it cannot separate us and will not separate us from the yeah. love of the Lord 
And then, of course, one of my favorite proverbs that I've just been thinking about nowadays, especially, is that uh, we'll put the, the reference up there, but it says, Horses are prepared for the day of Amen. battle, yeah. but victory belongs to the Lord. Amen. So we can make preparations, we can plan, we can prepare, we can do all we can in the natural. We think ahead, we think of all the possible outcomes and scenarios. You can do your planning. Praise the Lord. Planning is important. You know, we, we have a saying that says, if you're failing to plan, you're planning to fail. Um, it's maybe in Proverbs 33 or one of those other chapters. <laughs> it's not in the Bible, but I'm sure there's a scripture like that. But we have to plan. Planning is right. But ultimately, victory is not in our hands. Victory is in the hands of the Lord. Um, uh, is it Psalm 27 that says some trust in horses? and um, it's Psalm 20. 20. Um, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but I trust in the, the name of, of, the Lord. of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we always used to love that scripture as well. Is that it's it's not in man that we trust because yeah. we'll always be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, I think it's a good time to pray. Praise the Lord. I think the Lord has really helped us. I think we felt encouraged through this. Just, just talking about it and sometimes and also speaking to people. So make sure that you're not isolated also. If you're going through a disappointment, speak to someone. Speak to someone uh, who's a spiritual asset into your life, someone that you can trust. Don't just tell anyone. Don't put it on Facebook, okay, or on social media. Or Make sure that you, you, you guard that information with, with great care and share it with someone that can really help you. Because the enemy wants to keep us complacent, wants to keep us down wants to keep us in that pool of disappointment where we just look at it and we just stir the water and go, oh, what could have been, what could have been. So we need to go past that and ask the Lord to help us today. So why don't we pray together as we all agree. Well, Lord, thank you for our time together. Thank you for making even this Friday be impossible, Lord. We give you the glory. Lord, that you are allowing us to talk about disappointment. Lord, so many that I know are watching have been disappointed in one way or the other. We could have been disappointed even in our health situation or where we find ourselves in, our circumstance, something someone said, something that someone that we really loved and cared for and we thought that they would act differently. No matter what the situation, Lord, we, we know that you know all things. You know every hair on our head, you say, have, are num has got a number on it, it is numbered. There's nothing that we go through that you don't know about and there's nothing that we go through that you haven't gone through yourself, Lord. You know of all these situations. And Lord, right now we commit every person watching into your capable hands, Lord, and say, Lord, can you touch them by the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit right now to take care of that need, to heal that wound, to take care of that situation, to take us to that next stepping stone, that next firm foundation which is, of course, Christ, the solid rock upon which we stand. We break every spirit of discouragement, every spirit of heaviness, every spirit of disappointment, a spirit that have just come to chain us and to hold us back from receiving the fulfillment and to, to serve the, the Lord that we love with great passion and, and, and to be energetic and, and to just have the joy and peace that we long for. So, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for setting us all free today that we can serve you with our whole hearts. Thank you for new life. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for peace. Thank you for the joy that's coming right now on someone. Thank you for that peace that's coming right now. 
Thank you for these rivers of life that's flowing all around us. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for turning all things to the good. Thank you that we can put our trust in you, Lord, and ultimately that you're preparing us for this beautiful place called heaven, where there'll be no night there and there'll be no crying, that sorrow and sighing it will be, will be no way in sight, and that we'll be in this perfect, perfect place in your presence for eternity. We give you the glory, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for joining us again today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And hopefully see you soon. So from all of us here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.